welcome to the Relationship Unconscious podcast series. I'm Dr. James Tobin, a licensed psychologist and psychotherapist. My clinical practice is based in Newport Beach, California, and I work with individuals, couples, and families primarily on their relationship issues. I also conduct psychotherapy groups and interactive educational workshops on romantic relationship issues and parenting concerns. In this podcast series, Relationship Unconscious, I focus on how the mind's unconscious influences the way we think, feel, and behave in our relationships. Although we probably like to think our conscious intentions and desires determine how our relationships play out, Unfortunately, that's not really the case. Freud established the significance of the mind's unconscious in determining many aspects of our intrapsychic and interpersonal lives. And since the time of his contributions, our knowledge base has evolved considerably. Drawing from all I've learned from my patients in 17 years of clinical practice, It's my hope that this podcast series will capture just how the unconscious impacts our relationships and perhaps even more importantly, will help listeners navigate the mind's tendencies, especially those tendencies that hinder the attainment of healthy, fulfilling relationships. If you'd like to learn more about my psychotherapy practice, group and workshop offerings, and other services I provide, please visit my website at www.jamestobinphd.com. That's www.jamestobinphd.com or email me at jt at jamestobinphd.com. Are you typecast it? Polarization in couples. Polarization is a very common dynamic among couples that is unconsciously motivated and very hard to detect. But when polarization occurs in relationships, it often yields conflict, distress, and impasse. Many couples who are polarized end up breaking up, but if the polarization had been addressed earlier, and successfully reduced, there would have been an opportunity for the relationship to flourish. Here's how polarization works. The main idea is that every person is readily able to manage certain emotions and relational functions and far less able to manage other emotions and relational functions. When we meet someone, begin dating, and form a relationship, we unconsciously assess that person's qualities, attributes, tendencies, and emotional capacities, and they ours. Gradually, insidiously, and unconsciously, as the relationship forms, a powerful psychological process emerges in which one partner serves as the container or symbol or representative 
of certain emotions and functions, while the other partner serves as the container, symbol, or representative of others. You can think of this dynamic as emotional or psychological role assignment. Just as tasks get divided among a team or working group, so too in a relationship do emotional experiences and relational functions get dispersed across the partners. But in couples, as this disbursement occurs, the assigned roles may become exaggerated to such a degree that the partners end up being typecasted. This is what, what is meant by the term polarization. Here is an example. Suppose Ken starts to date Cindy and they begin a relationship. Ken may, for example, have been hurt in a previous relationship and very concerned that it may happen again. This may lead him to feel somewhat insecure in relation to Cindy. Without even knowing it, Ken may become the container, symbol, or representative of insecurity in the relationship, and his functionality in the relationship is scripted in a way that manifests insecurity. He may, for example, express this insecurity through gradually evolving tendencies, including neediness, controlling behavior, and rising anxiety with regard to Cindy's long-term commitment to the relationship. On her side of things, by her very nature, Cindy may simply be more secure than Ken in relationships <clears throat> or, as is often the case, she may have had her own experiences of being rejected or abandoned by previous partners, just as Ken had. However, when Ken and Cindy come together to form a relationship, Cindy may have unconsciously unburdened her insecurities onto Ken, projecting insecurity onto him, and he readily agreeing to take on her insecurities and fuse them with his own. You can see how this may lead to a polarized arrangement in the couple concerning the emotional experience of insecurity in a relationship. Ken functions to house and manifest the insecurity of the partners, and correspondingly, Cindy houses and manifests the more preferred experience of security in the relationship. Both parties unconsciously contribute to this dynamic, and as polarization evolves and intensifies over time, each party becomes further and further steeped in the emotional role or function each is playing for the other. Ken has little, if any, access to feeling secure, and Cindy has little, if any, access to feeling insecure. This is problematic because, in an ideal relationship, each person should be able to equally access and tolerate feelings of insecurity, 
as well as security. There is a large amount of psychological theory that attempts to conceptualize why polarization occurs, and there is consensus that polarization is a psychological defensive mechanism apparent in all groups and systems, including couples. If we can find another person who will house, represent, and act on the very feelings we have trouble with and don't want to feel ourselves, then there is quite an incentive to bond with that person and keep him or her in a polarized relationship with us. Of course, employing this defensive mechanism comes as a, at a great cost. As our partner bears the burden of and embodies the emotional experience or function we cannot, he or she gradually becomes a kind of caricature of the emotion, ultimately acting in such extreme ways that make the relationship difficult to sustain. Polarization dynamics can formulate around a multitude of emotions and role functions at any point in a relationship. For example, the pursuer-avoider is a common polarization dynamic occurring early in relationships, while the giver-taker framework typically emerges later in the course of a long-term relationship or marriage. Some believe that polarization is a key element of attraction and partner selection, i.e., we are unconsciously drawn to individuals who we psychologically sense are able to house and act on certain emotions or relational experiences more so than are we. Individual or couple therapy may be useful in drawing one's attention to what is projected onto one's partner and in turn recognizing what patterns of the relationship are the product of polarization. Ideally, all polarizations would be reduced or eliminated so that each partner could occupy, experience, and act on complex emotions wholly and completely rather than splitting off and projecting onto our partner the ones that are personally more difficult to tolerate and resolve. Thanks for listening to the Relationship Unconscious podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to react to something you've heard, I encourage you to email me at jt at jamestobinphd.com. Also, please add a rating and review the Relationship Unconscious podcast on iTunes. Thanks for being such a great support of this podcast. Tune in next time for more on how the unconscious influences our relationships.